<laughs> Did I scare you? Listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. How you doing today, Vin? Um, uh, I'm doing a lot better than I was last week. So I wanna thank Josh for taking my spot. The as always, tremendous work. Uh that wasn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, he looked just like you. <laughs> no, there's only one me. Let's be fucking real. Don't All you right, ever well, take that away from me. How dare you? Can I ask you a question? It's an extremely personal one. Sure. Did you say co-host? Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm i still kind of like recovering a little bit. I have like a little tickle and a little cough every once in a while. So... Did you have brain meningitis? No, I did, did have a collapse in fucking my brainstem. Interesting. So your skull's always that size. For those of you who haven't <laughs> listened before, this is not the podcast where my brother has a health emergency. This is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, you selected the movie this week via text. What is the name of the movie <laughs> you selected? I have selected for all of us the second of the Nightmare on Elm Street's. Freddy's Revenge, which was made in 1985. Yeah, I believe it is Nightmare on Elm Street 2, colon, Freddy's Revenge, correct? Correct. Well, you got to get the title exactly right if you're going to win the Leonard Maltin game, then. They don't do the Leonard Maltin game anymore. Well, someday they'll bring it back, okay? Probably when Doug dies. (laughs) All right, Jake, you keep hoping for that. (laughs) Hey, have you ever seen... Freddy's Revenge before. I won't say the whole thing every time. <laughs> Freddy's Revenge sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have actually seen this movie uh, a few times. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I think that they, this movie tends to be on TV a lot more um, than the first one, which is wild to me. But yeah, I have... Um, it's probably because the rights are cheaper. Yeah, that makes sense. Um... You want to know why the rights are a little cheaper on this movie, Jake? Because it's not as good. Yeah, and it was also not written by Wes Craven. Yeah, they brought him back for the third one after they realized the terrible error of their ways. Although this movie made money. I read New Line Cinema was actually close to bankrupting and probably would have gone under if this movie wasn't a a success. So Yeah, this was a true box office smash, which was insane but it also shows how much people really enjoy freddy krueger it's not really that (laughs) if you make a horror movie and you bring the villain back people are gonna see it that's like one of the number one truths of box office it's true didn't we cover the fact that like in halloween 2 that movie actually did make a lot of money they always make money. <laughs> but the souls of the writers definitely uh, are not as like willing, that's for sure. 
horror fans are the least demanding crew. It's true. We're all pretty simple folk, that's for sure. Ah, boy, what do you want to talk about with Freddy's Revenge, Vin? Do you want to bring up uh, your documentary one last time? No. All right. So the most fascinating thing about this movie is that throughout the years, it has garnered um, a massive attention from the LGBTQ community. It has been known as the gayest horror movie ever. Yeah, although not by design. No, it was completely accidental. Um, it's just, just so happens that a lot of what happens in this movie is incredibly, um, homoerotic. Yeah, this is the Frozen 2 of horror movies. <laughs> okay. What, do you want me to explain? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> Go on. Okay, Elsa goes through an ice vagina to a rainbow road in that fucking movie. Touche. You know what? You did it. <laughs> I'm so happy you've cleared this bridge. This There's ice a whole vagina song about bridge. It that basically sounds like her <laughs> discovering someone else's vagina. <laughs> She's like, every inch of me is trembling, but not from the cold. <laughs> I, I've, <laughs> I've always never... been looking for a reason. Could this be the reason I was born? I, yeah, okay. I have always been different. <laughs> you have depths inside. <laughs> <laughs> so is that considered as the gayest Disney movie ever to be made? It should be, because then she tells that vagina to show yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, this movie has uh, garnered that attention. I mean, I guess, like, <laughs> fucking Frozen 2 as well. Um, but the thing is about the main character, Mark Mark, pa bleh, Mark Patton, I believe is his name, correct? Yes, Mark Patton. He was you in the, the lead actor? Yes, the lead actor. He was in the closet at the time that he was casted for this movie. And he was... He wasn't that far in the closet. You know when you put too much stuff in your closet and the door won't close all the way? <laughs> Well, Jake, when you are like you a young actor, <laughs> when you're a young actor in the 80s, like you're trying to look a certain way to get like certain roles. And he was excited to take on this role because initially he was supposed to be in the first Nightmare on Elm Street. He was supposed to be Johnny Depp's role. That would have been awful. Although Johnny <laughs> Depp was also not good. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on. Let's listen. He, I mean, he couldn't have gone worse, that's for sure. But, yeah, so they had, I guess, not lost his number and called him back and wanted him to be the lead role. Except the way that this movie is written is more or less that he's, like, the final girl. Yeah, well, kind of. They also do the, well, uh -huh. how much do I want to spoil the latest Halloween? Oh, <laughs> 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 it's just uh, he's just as much the villain as the final girlfriend uh, sure it, it's a There's weird a girl final girl in this too it's just it kind of dumb it's not it's... a great screenplay it's not it's uh, which one are we talking about <laughs> i guess both of them um but, no i mean the the problem is it's like freddy's in this one he's the only one who comes back right 
Mm-hmm. Did he seem like Freddy Krueger from the first movie to you in this one? No, not at all. Nah, this fucker's not playful at all. He's very somber in this one. Yeah, I think the only playfulness that I've seen him was the shower scene of her later, but <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah, or maybe when he tears his skull open and shows his brains to be like, I'm the brains. But also maybe he thought this kid was dumb enough that he wouldn't get it without a visual metaphor. It could be. It could be true. Um, Unfortunately, even though this movie made a lot of money, this kind of ruined Mark Patton's career. Like, nobody ever called him again for a starting role. I think that maybe that's what Mark Patton thinks, Finn, but there's another much simpler explanation, which is that Mark Patton is not good at this because he's not a good actor, and that's why he never got any calls after this. Probably not, but I don't know. Like, listen, I watched the documentary Scream Queen. It's all about him and all about this movie and all about the weird creations of it. I suggest watching it. It's a pretty good movie. Um, and Mark Pad, not a bad guy. Um, he Anytime he makes appearances for this movie, he takes those donations and puts it back into research for AIDS and the LGBTQ community. So not a bad guy. Vinny, in regards to his claim as a scream queen, he screams really funny in this movie. He does. He goes like, ah! It's not bad. Like, I don't know. Like, It's for... pretty bad. Okay. All right. I think it's okay. I think it's it's not terrible. I mean, he's got the falsetto, so it's... I mean, I can't scream like that. Hey, V, before we get into the meat of the movie, do you want to name the characters? Yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's rope them off, huh? Uh, we got a tough choice to start, Finn. <laughs> okay. All right. So the lead guy, we could either call shirtless, uh huh, because he's shirtless in this a lot, quite a lot. We yeah. Call him shirtless and sweaty. He is also incredibly sweaty a lot in this movie. It seems like everywhere they go, it's really hot. Or we could call him Jesse. <laughs> Because that's what his girlfriend says like 50 times in this. I mean, I vote for that one only because I can't wait for every time that you bring his name up. That you have to do the... <laughs> okay. So you made that rule. And now you're going to have to live by it. All right, we have his girlfriend, or so I'm going to call her Attainable Redhead. Attainable Redhead. Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I could. A <laughs> uh, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Needless to say, this woman's career did also also did not really go off. You would be surprised to find out she's still kicking around. <laughs> she really. People love redheads. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Okay, what else we got? We got her jerry-curled friend. She's not important enough. Take her off the list. <laughs> okay, off the list. All right, we have... um, We have uh, A.C. Slater. Okay, A.C. Slater, maybe. Almost. He's not literally A.C. Slater, but he's very much filling the same... You know how it's Saved by the Bell? Depending on the episode, Zach and A.C. would either be best friends or enemies. And you would never know which one. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of, yeah, the dynamic between uh, Jesse <laughs> and him. 
And A.C. Slater. And A.C. Yeah, Slater. Yeah, that's why I'm calling him that. Vinny, not to get all Chuck Klosterman on you. <laughs> okay. But somehow I think the relationship that A.C. Slater and Zach Morris has is truer in life than, say, like, Sean and Corey on Boy Meets World. Because a lot of times in life I would find myself in feuds with friends where I didn't know where it came from or why we were fighting. I felt like Sean and Corey had those kind of fights, though, initially anyways, every once in a while. It always got resolved. I'm saying in any given Saved by the Bell episode, when you start watching it, you don't know if Zack and AC are best friends or hate each other. That's interesting. Huh. I mean, that's good writing, I guess. Yep. Similar in this movie. Let's move on. Okay. All right. We got Coach Our... Bondage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> The fuck a little is... bit after the Al Pacino movie Cruising came out, I can tell. I've never seen that movie. He goes under a cover in an S&M bar to find some guy to guy who's killing a bunch of gay people. Is it a good movie? I think <laughs> I've never seen it, but my guess would be it's an incredibly offensive movie by today's standards. <laughs> I would bet my life on it, in fact. <laughs> I'm going to report back next week and be like, yeah, that's pretty offensive. I think that, like, probably the point of the view of the movie, if I had to guess, would be like, I'm going to take you to the sickest fucking place on Earth. A place where gay guys get dressed up in leather and have sex. Or, as a gay guy would call it, a pretty solid Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Two dollar drinks. <laughs> as if me putting on a hoodie and going to the mall and getting like I don't know a sugar covered pretzel all over myself isn't more disgusting I mean let's be real <laughs> oh shit okay so we have <laughs> we have the father oh god <laughs> alright yeah we got Red from uh, that 70's show essentially again not him literally no, no, but this guy, he's definitely just oozing that kind of personality. He's a yeah. fucking moron. We have much too old mother. <laughs> yeah, Jake, how old do you think this woman is? I don't. Here's the thing is, I was wondering as I was watching this, because there's a lot of time to think. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. All the teenagers in this are essentially played by 25-year-olds. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you think they have to cast like 55 year olds as the parents because otherwise it would look weird? Right, but. <laughs> I mean, they're, go they're still going through high school, so it's just like. I because, that... like, th this is like Gen X. Like, their parents, they had kids much younger than our generation does, right? So, like, we... really, they would be about 40 or so. They don't look it. Unless, no. like, they're living, like, a real, like, Real, real hard life. Yeah, I can't imagine having kids like past like forty. That would be rough. Yeah, I don't. Know. Maybe his dad's a roofer and he's out in the sun all day and he smokes ten packs of cigarettes a day. I don't know, but they they don't look good. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, and then the last one is little sister. She doesn't matter. Take her off the board. Okay. 
I guess she's that's a it. Literally then. one scene. Oh wait, 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 wait. We're missing one other person. Crispy Bird. Yeah, Crispy Bird. <laughs> crispy Burn. Burn. Crispy. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> no, Crispy Bird. Crispy oh, Bird. Crispy Bird. <laughs> I thought you were calling Freddy Krueger Crispy Burn. Burn Crispy. <laughs> We already called him. He's somber Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna call him for the rest of the movie too? Somber, somber Freddy. Yeah, he always shows up and it's like, "Hey, bitch, what's going on, bitch?" Yeah, he doesn't say Aww. "bitch" once in this, which is a real letdown. You're my children, I guess. Looks bitch. like you're all my children. They're like, oh my god, we're adopted. <laughs> ah, I'll save those jokes for later. I think that's it. I think we're done casting the movie. Is there anything else we uh, should talk about? I don't know, man. Can we just like not do this? Well, no, it's too late now. We already watched it, so we might as well talk about it. <laughs> what if I just shot from the hip and I got it done in 10 minutes? <laughs> A uh, quick synopsis of this movie. Boy moves into the new house across the street. Well, actually, I think it's Nancy's house, isn't it? It is Nancy's house, right? They're just living in Nancy's house. You don't remember how it starts. <laughs> I fucking... No, not really. He's not the new kid. He's on a bus. No, I know that. I was given the synopsis. What? Of That's the not... whole, Of the whole movie. You want to do a plot summary, it goes like this. There's a new kid in town who's not gay, wink. <laughs> <laughs> he moves into Nancy's house from the first fight or, uh, from Nightmare on Elm Street, my God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wrong movie, although they will cross paths at some point. There's a redhead who will not give up on getting that dick. She wants it. He gets bullied by A.C. Slater. They're their best friends. I guess. Meanwhile, he's turning into Freddy Krueger, baby. He kills all his enemies. Maybe he kills some of his friends, too. You know? Redhead cries a bunch and says, Jesse! <laughs> then she throws a banging pool party. Literally. Because yep. she, she's trying to get him in again in her pants. I mean, if she had, like, worked harder to get those pants off, probably could have consummated that, but... <laughs> we'll get she you She just it. flopped on the floor, and then, like... <laughs> he made very, very determined kisses between the breasts. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. As if that was the erogenous zone. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, I read the director... Couldn't stop laughing and giggling during the sex scene, so he made someone else direct that part. <laughs> that sounds like something you would do. You'd be like, <laughs> I don't think I would. No, I don't think I would be like, push your breasts together. <laughs> uh, push them, put them in circles now, put them in a spin cycle. But only kiss between them. It's like you're holding them there, but only to kiss between them. It's very strange. It's not, like, I guess at least it's less disconcerting in Halloween 3 when he's just like, a num, 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 num. <laughs> he, he went right for him. He knew what he was doing. 
Yeah, he went straight Mitch Trubisky on those kids and titties. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then, I don't know, it's basically just trying to fight Wait, what between... Are you, Why are, you go- are you going through the whole movie? Let's start. We're doing this. Let's oh. carry no further. Okay, I thought this is just how we're going to do the episode. Well, okay. I wish. No. They... Oh, you're not going to say your catchphrase? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to the movies. Hey, Vinny. Why this synopsis is not helping? <laughs> Can't be any worse than me. This is really... It's been five years since Nancy Thompson waged her last battle with Freddy Krueger. This is, uh, wow. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, well, uh, it starts... On a bus, right? And Jesse <laughs> is sitting there with a couple other girls. The bus just kind of careens off into the desert, and the day goes from like, like bright out to sort suddenly like weird, weirdly dark. Now we see that Freddy Krueger is driving the bus. <laughs> then we get into some real fun with miniatures. <laughs> yeah, this is like old school Star Wars, like miniatures going on here at this <laughs> yeah because the bus drives off a cliff in the desert onto a giant rock where it's just kind of like it's t- basically it's resting precariously it's basically a roadrunner cartoon <laughs> i kind of like it i was just like what a choice this is pretty hilarious looking yeah then some fake lightning hits the bus causing the front of the rock to like fall off so the bus is tipped forward, and they're going down towards Freddy, who's like, eh, heh, 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 come here. Yeah. As uh, Jesse, <laughs> you know, a couple of girls huddle behind him. Yeah. And then he wakes up, extremely shirtless and sweaty. That's the start of it. There you go. We're in it. Yep. I got another. <laughs> I do enjoy. What happens next? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh. He gets up. Oh no, 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 no! Before he even really wakes up, he like screams, and like the little sister is just like, like, what's wrong with Big Brother? And it's just like, I, he's just not sleeping well. And Jake, I just have one question for you: What's that little girl eating? <laughs> yeah, she's eating an extremely offensive Asian stereotype. Uh cereal called Fu Man Chew, but C H E W. And it has a you know, it has a guy with like a Fu Man Chew on, on the front. <laughs> it looks a lot like Lopan from Little China. <laughs> I It's not great. Yeah. It's not great. It's the first time I mean I've seen this movie maybe a couple of times. I never clocked that. This is the first time ever that I've seen it. I laughed pretty fucking hard also i mean he was literally getting he was screaming like he was getting murdered and they're just like pressure from the first day of school which is pretty wild yeah it's interesting well he comes down and joins them for breakfast blah blah blah, they talk and uh then the little girl she's able to find a little gift inside the cereal and jake what's what's the gift she finds not to peel the curtain back too much, but I just saw she was looking for Fu Man fingers. Yeah, they're little, they're 
like they're supposed to be little fingernails kind of like the witch's fingers kind of thing but I'm just thinking to myself, this is the most racist fucking cereal and prizes I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, I mean, like, it's supposed to be like a Freddy thing, too. But also, it's you know, it's little fingies. <laughs> sure, sure. You know. <laughs> Alright, the kid blames his sleeping problems on the like it being too hot in his room. Then the mom's like, why aren't you getting the air conditioning checked out? The dad's like, because I'm just, like, praying for death soon, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he literally, this is, like, the unhappiest fucking dad on this uh, entire planet. He's like, I can fix it myself. I don't need to call anyone. And then the kid's like, oh, dad's fixing stuff. Hit the deck. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> I will kill you under my roof. <laughs> Alright, so he takes off after this. He's going to school with attainable redhead. <laughs> Obtainable. <laughs> A very possible. Yeah. yeah, that's the one where it's like, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, in my younger days, yeah, for sure. They do some... It's not even light flirting. They just talk a little bit on the way to school. There's not much going on there. No, 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 no. It's just your general, oh. like, kids, like, talking and whatnot. There is one small thing, though, that we should mention. Okay. He has no ignition in his car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she says, aren't you afraid that someone's going to steal your car? Cause he just kind of presses his fingers into start. It. Yeah. He's got like through the ignition and like, there's like a starter button and then he's got to like flip a couple of things. And she's like, don't you think someone's going to steal your car? And it's like, who the fuck would steal this piece of shit? Yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> why you think somebody would go through the effort of trying to figure out how to steal it. I mean, there's always parts. <laughs> you can take parts off of Jake, it. Jake, they're in fucking... Where are they? Are they in Chicago? Looks like Chicago suburbs. I'm <laughs> sure we're Illinois, right? Yeah. It's right down the street from Molly Ringwall. Yeah, basically. That's what I'm thinking. Well, she's like dying to get fucked by the senior. <laughs> Kids across town are getting killed by Freddy Krueger. I guess I gotta, I gotta wonder... Is there, like, deserts and canyons out in Illinois? <laughs> I think that's just in the dream, though. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I thought it was California in the first, so I could be wrong, though. I don't remember. I have no So let's clue. move on. Yeah, we're at school. I mean, we're at school. He's in gym. They're playing softball. Do you want to break down the uh, the main beats here? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have, as Jake calls him, AC Slater coming up, strutting to the plate, looking ready to smack a dinger. Diddy, I have a funny line. All right, I gotta be honest. I'm looking through the script right now as we go to keep us on track. Uh-huh. That says, <laughs> the girls are watching in the middle of archery instruction, and it says, attainable redhead is there. Mighty tempting looking in her little powder blue gym suit, a quiver strapped to her shoulder, and longbow in her hand. Ooh, what are we saying, script? <laughs> Whoa. So even the script itself was just like, mmm, she's scrumptious. 
<laughs> what? Yeah, it just stops to be like, oh, I want her to touch my longbow. You know what I'm saying? Problematic. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Anyways, yeah, AC Slater hits a nice, like, dribbler and gets on base. Oh yeah, because actually it hits um it hits fucking what's his f- nuts in the it hits freaking Jesse <laughs> in the head. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the ball nails him right in the head. Yeah, and this is while attainable redhead is hanging out with her friend who's like, has he fucked you yet? And she's like, we only ride to school together, so it's on the menu. <laughs> and she's like, ample time to get finger blasted if you know what I mean. I wish I didn't. <laughs> or do you? Anyways, another guy comes up to bat. <laughs> yeah, this is AC Slater. No, AC Slater was the first one to come up to the bat, wasn't okay, he? Okay, yeah, no, no. yeah. He this guy hits one into left field, and then they get into a rundown. Yeah, yeah, you got it. And then uh, Jesse <laughs> tags him out really hard. And then he's like, how about that one, basically? And then they get into a fight that ends with A.C. Slater pantsing him in front of everyone and them kind of wrestling around on the ground. Yeah, whereas, like, the <laughs> the brunette friend's like, nice ass. But yeah, and the coach is like, nice ass. <laughs> and A.C. Slater's like, nice ass. <laughs> Yeah, did you notice every time that they were rolling around, he was spanking that ass? <laughs> yeah, so this leads to the coach uh, punishing both of them by having them do, let's say, an endless amount of push-ups. So they're both on the field covered in dirt and sweaty, and like their arms can barely hold themselves up. And A.C. Slater's like, you should be careful, because like, coach likes pretty boys like you. It's like, ha, ha, but later it's like, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, boy, that's that sounds like that's not good. Like, we should probably call someone. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse <laughs> is like, are you teasing me? Macy Slater's like, no, we're the best of friends now. <laughs> yeah, we're best friends now, bro. After I just pantsed you and said, nice ass. Yeah, that was the stepbrothers moment. We're like, did we just become best friends? And they slap ass cheeks together. That's their high five. Yeah. Now they're in the locker room later, and he's like, Jesse, where do you live? And he's like, oh, over on Elm Street. And he's like, something happened on Elm Street. What was that? Oh, yeah, it was a nightmare. <laughs> they're like, oh, I've never heard of it. He's like, wait, do you live close to that house? Where the kid got eaten by his bed and his girlfriend saw it from across the street and went crazy. He's like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's but like, this is all news to me. <laughs> he's like, she, what, it, eaten. <laughs> I mean, what do you do with like getting news like that? You're like, what? <laughs> that didn't really fucking happen, did it? <laughs> I don't know. It was the whole thing. He got devoured by his bed, and then they brought him out in pails. (laughs) 
they had to use every mop in the county to get that guy out of there. <laughs> All right, so after school, the redhead's still waiting for him. And Jesse, I was like, oh, you didn't have to wait around. She's like, you shouldn't be fighting with that dickhead. He's like, that guy's not so bad. We're best friends now. But she doesn't like the competition after all that wrestling on the ground. (laughs) Yeah, and she's like, damn, he got more grabby than Jesse has ever with me. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) She gonna get him. She will attempt to. Now... (laughs) Later that night, Jesse (laughs) is doing his favorite thing, which is sleeping and sweating with his shirt off. Yeah, you know, I'm wondering to myself, they must have, like, really cranked the freaking, like, temperature up to make them, like, sweat, like, uncontrollably in this movie. Because it wasn't even just him. It's everyone in this movie that's, like, sweating. You poor sweet boy. That's just, like, makeup. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, you, like, dab a little olive oil on someone. It doesn't come off. Oh, well. You're just like, wow, the only way to get it is to really make them sweat. Well, uh, yeah, if you were, like, Stanley Cooper. right Coop- before the scene, they wouldn't just go, like, and be like, all right, ready to roll. I thought it'd be, like, some Stanley Kubrick-type shit. No, he would just make them do it over and over again until their bodies dried. (laughs) Then he'd be like, take 221. They'd be like, Jesse. It's like, yeah, we're getting to the truth now. (laughs) Any quick uh, Stanley Kubrick story? Okay. Allegedly... There was a studio that was mad at him for how long he was taking to shoot something, so they started mislabeling his takes. So he was like, well, take 223 is clearly better than take 17. And they're like, you fucking idiot, I switched them. You can't tell the difference. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I can. He's like, I think I can. Oh my god, my life's in sham. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking lied to me this whole time. You bastards. You've ruined my work. That's crazy. I can't believe that he would do that. Um, Clearly, this director of this movie does not have the time to do as many takes with these people. All right, so they from this tree. Yeah, no, moving on from the Stanley Kubrick of it all. He goes downstairs. It's clear he's in another dream because, like, it's lit all weird. He starts pulling at the paper towels, like, longer than he should be. Mm. He hears someone in the basement. So he starts heading down to, let's call it a real movie representation of a boiler, because that's not what they look like anymore by that point. Yeah, no, not... (laughs) I don't find it hard to, like, walk down in someone's basement and, like... (laughs) think like wow this is like literally like this almost looks like a power play it just goes on forever yeah or like to like you open it up and the fire's right there as if it's like the furnaces of the fucking titanic or it's like the fire in the home alone movie but anyways who likes hanging out by uh boilers oh it's our good buddy crispy burn burn crispy freddy yep and there he is (laughs) <laughs> we don't know it's him yet. Jim, what? Yeah? 
There he is. Yeah. You tell me, Vin. What, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. It's like scary that he sees them and. It's not, yeah, well, he, I don't know. He calls for help, but he's like, Dad, and Freddy's like, Dad, he can't help you now. And I'm like, going into this movie, going through like a gay check marks to like see if it lives up to the height. And I'm like, that could be part of it. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it's so, in there somewhere. <laughs> Freddy's basically like, you and me, I got a big future together. That's why he says, you got the body. A num, 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 num. Mm, you a snack and then he was like and yeah, i got says, the braids yeah that's when he cuts his skull open with his fingers like ah, oh, oh. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and i've got the oh my god he's gone <laughs> <laughs> you're right upstairs he's screaming shit Oh, that fucking hurts so bad. And it hurts even more when the skin grows back over it. Oh, am I going to get it back in there, Freddy? <laughs> I, do I this... got knives for fingers. I'm not made for this. It just reminds me of the bit from the first way. He's like, he's like, check this shit out. He chops his fingers off. He's like, pretty cool, right? And it's like, fuck that hurt. Oh, Jesus. Hey, remember the first one when he opens himself up and he's so delighted at how disgusting yeah. he is? <laughs> he really does, like, grossing people out. You know, he's a fun guy. Not in this movie, though. He's pretty somber in this one. Yeah, so the kid wakes up screaming. His parents fret over him a little. He says he's fine. Let's uh, move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next scene. Next scene. All right. We're in science class, and he's kind of nodding off, right? Uh-huh. Dream it again, or trying to. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't know what the attempt is. AC yeah, Slater's then, got an idea, though. He basically takes a look down at his arm. He sees, like, oh, it's like he's got Freddy's arm there, and then he screams out loud in class, and everybody laughs at him. Right, because he's got something wrapped around him. Vinny, after all the embarrassing shit that happens to this kid, why does this redhead want him so bad? I mean, like, I don't know. She's just I mean, like socially in my high school, if you fell asleep and woke up screaming in science class, that would be the end of you. Nobody's touching your dick but you till senior year. <laughs> you get one chance. You get one shot. You fucked it up. Well, he was screaming because of that, but he had like a fucking snake wrapped around him. <laughs> you know what? I forgot that entirely. <laughs> he had a python wrapped around him. And then the science teacher's like, you need to learn to respect snakes. And it's like, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> and at first I'm doing the math at home, like, okay, well, sometimes you can take dream stuff out with you. But I'm like, so did he dream there was a python around him? <laughs> but then the teacher puts it back in a cage in class. And then I'm like, but how did it get out of there? Because AC Slater, I think they took it out there and they were trying to fuck with him. What? Yeah. Did it show them taking it out? No, it showed them snickering, and they're like, watch this. Okay, see, now I was like, oh, thank God, because maybe I was checking my phone, and I just missed it. <laughs> no, see, that's that's why we have two people that watch these movies instead of one. Although, how wild would it be if we did one of these fuckers? 
where one of us is just like, you don't say it. that happened in that movie? No way. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I watched some interesting stuff too this week. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what would be even better? Is if what your cat is your cat fucking <laughs> trying to get in the sink again? My cat is literally moving around my dog's food dish. <laughs> I don't know if to try to get any crumbs out of it or simply because, like the Joker, she just loves anarchy. <laughs> it could be that. I just think it would be a fun concept to be like, well, let's pick a movie that I've watched a lot and then I don't watch it again. And you run through it and I could try to like be like, I don't think that happened in this movie. Vin, if you haven't done that already, then you're getting shockingly little out of these watches. Well, that's a good point. Anyways, moving on. Oh, yeah. donk! Yeah, this kid's gonna be touching his wiener forever. Alright, wait. We get a shot of the redhead in her pool, right? She's got a... <laughs> she has a sunburn that doesn't quite go down to her cleavage. Okay. What's that? The nipples are poking through. Let's move on. <laughs> She's All right, got so... a phone call. It's from Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> And she invites him over, so he's heading down the stairs like, gonna go find out if the carpet matches the drapes. His dad's like, hold on. You promised me you were gonna unpack that room. And he's like, no, when I wanted to go out, Dad. He's like, do it right now. And I'm like, I might have a skewed idea of father-son relationships, but if in high school I told my dad, I know you want me to do this thing, but if I leave right now, I might get laid today. He would probably have let me go. I mean, I feel like most fathers would not try to cock block their sons. Dad, it's wait. code. Have you seen that redhead? Come on. Come, <laughs> come on, on, dad. 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 Come on. Dad. Dad. Come on. And dad's like, all right, you rapscallion, you. And he tosses you a condom. He's like, but be safe. Alright, so he decides he's going to clean up, but he's going to do it half-assed by just dumping things in drawers at random. Yeah, and he goes, take that, Dad. Yeah, I was just like, you're the one that's got to live with this mess. Yeah, you fucking, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. Don't do it half-assed. Hate that shit. Like, good luck trying to find that condom when the redhead does want to fuck (laughs) later. Does he want to use it? I don't know. What? <laughs> Not like that. Hey, 1985. What, what's that right in the middle of? That was the AIDS epidemic. The AIDS pandemic? Yeah, he wants hey. to use the condom. <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely wants to use it. <laughs> but he doesn't know if he's going to die or not. Yeah, he wants to use the condom. <laughs> Boy, you're wild. You're wild. I, you sure am. I just checked to make sure we were actually recording because I realized I hadn't been looking at it. Let's move on. We're good to go. <laughs> That's good because if you weren't recording, I may have been like, "That's it. We're done with the show." <laughs> we get a montage where he's dancing around and like knocking things with his ass closed. <laughs> What's the song that plays during this montage, Vin? Uh, I believe this song is called. Oh no. I had it. It's like an 80s hit. It's like an actual one. You don't have to do that. I'll just edit my way through and tell you what it is. Sweet baby boy. It's okay. I got you. 
Okay. I believe it's called Touch Me All Night Long by Wish. Are you familiar with this song then? No, not really. Outside of this movie, no. Yeah, when I worked at Rite Aid, they played it a lot. Are they really? Yeah, so it's hold me, touch me all night long. That's awesome. (laughs) While he's like snapping his fingers and putting sunglasses on and like, yeah, like ass bopping his drawer. Vinny, this was a large check mark in the gayest horror movie ever, Box. (laughs) See? (laughs) You're like, okay, okay, definitely. And not only that, he's got one of those like weird, like, those weird like pop ball toys that he's like jostling like what near his crotch and whatnot. <laughs> Vinny, in the midst of all this dancing and cavorting, the redhead shows up because he didn't go to the pool like he was supposed to. <laughs> yeah, and she opens up the door. It basically like max climax of him popping that ball out by his crotch. Yeah, and she is laughing at him as he dances his head off. Vinny. He's never gonna get laid again. <laughs> Vinny, I'm gonna tell you something. What? I had a similar thing happen to me once. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> no, you did. Who you fucking? I had a crush. <laughs> I had a crush on a girl when I was 17. And in my attempt to woo her, I made her a pan of brownies. <laughs> it was a good first step. Okay. She came and picked up the brownies. She took off. I went down. I had a room. I had moved from our shared room into the basement for a couple of months. Oh, it's yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was in the basement. I was singing a song. I had my stereo blasted loud. I was dancing around, doing a fake mic singing. She had come back. She's on the stairs with her friends and had been watching me for a long time. I threw myself down on the couch in embarrassment. Vinny, I can tell you from experience, he's never getting that dick touched now. No, oh, no. Oh, Jake. She tried to pawn me off on a different friend later. Really? Wow. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, we played a game of truth or dare, and she's like, I dare you to kiss my friend. And I was like, but I like you. But now, sitting in the present moment, I should have just made out with her friend. (laughs) <laughs> I like, I like that shit. Hit the bricks. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Oh man, I can't believe you shared that. Yeah, why not? I'm, yeah, this podcast right. is ending soon. I assume. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, we're forty-seven minutes in. Let's double time this bitch. <laughs> We're about a quarter of the way through the movie. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. They, after this, they're cleaning up his room. They find Nancy's diary in his closet, right? Yeah, correct. So they read it. She's all horny for Johnny Depp, and they laugh at that part. But then they get to the part with the guy with the, like, the uh, knives for fingers. He's like, oh, I don't like that. I know all about that. Yeah, well, at first he's laughing because he's like, I can't stop dreaming about him, about him embracing me. And he's like, <laughs> must be Johnny Depp. And it's like, he's got knives for fingers. And he's like, oh, oh. Yeah, because at first she's like, it makes me think bad thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Nancy got a waterfall for Johnny Depp. Hey, lady. We're on to the next day, and everyone's hot in the house, right? Uh-huh. The dad yeah. goes to check the, thermo- the thermostat. It's 97 degrees. The birds are squawking underneath the cover. Yeah. Jesse <laughs> takes the cover off. One of the birds has killed one of the other ones. Then it bites him, escapes the cage, flies around the room, and then bursts into flames and falls charred on the floor. Pretty hot. Hey, I, one time after doing yard work in my house when I first bought it, accidentally bumped into my thermostat upstairs and uh, put it all the way up to about 90 plus degrees. I went and took a shower and I'm like, holy fuck, I'm like hot as balls. It's not even just from the shower. And I get out of the shower and I'm sweating and I'm like, why is it so freaking hot? And yeah, uh, that was my mistake. So I feel like I've I know how that bird was feeling. Alright, Vinny, what does the dad thing caused all this? <laughs> fucking gas from the freaking oven. Yeah, so he's going to fuck with that. And he's like, uh, your mom smelled gas, and she's like, I mean like I must have, right? <laughs> yeah. Jesse <laughs> is basically like that. It's not gas. Like, stop being freaking stupid. He goes. You know what, Jesse? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think you're fucking with us. He's like, you know what he did? He put fucking firecrackers on the bird. And he blew him up. And it's like, dude, you saw the same bird I did. He wasn't wearing a suicide vest. I do like that when like the bird was so fucking like erratic as it flew around, it did dive bomb and scratch the dad in the face. Yeah. We got another dream sequence after this where Freddy's fucking with the kid. He's like, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, you're going to finish what I started. Which is learning how to play piano. He's like, it's hard with these knife fingies. Yeah, it's like, it's tough. When I try to get like the cleft note, you know, that's really tough for me. Yeah. So Jesse's decided Freddy's at the root of all these evils. So we're on to a basic nightmare on Elm Street stuff. He's going to start taking caffeine pills and drinking a bunch of coffee. She takes these pills called... What are they called? Stay awake. Stay awake, but it's like S-T-A and then wake. (laughs) (laughs) The next day, he decides to give his dad the business. He's like, Dad, why was this house so cheap? The dad's like, well... He's like, is it because of the murder across the street? He's like, oh, come on. The mom's like, what's this now? Yeah, the mother and the daughter are both, like, visibly, like, upset. And they're like, wait, what? You didn't say anything. And the dad's like, I thought that nobody needed to know that. I got it at such a good price. He's basically like, why don't you grow up? You had to know why we got such a good deal on it. (laughs) Anyways, while they're arguing about this and telling Jesse... (laughs) They're just stirring up trouble for nothing. The toaster bursts into flames. Then he goes over and looks at it. He's like, well, that's crazy. It wasn't plugged in. (laughs) Yeah, and he does it so nonchalantly. His dad's just like, huh, a lot of weird shit happened in this movie. Absolutely has nothing to do with these murders and craziness that my son... I'm surprised that he didn't look at like his son and be like, did you fuck with the toaster too? First the bird, now the toaster... 
Jesse. <laughs> I'm really ashamed of you. Yeah, he's got firecrackers all over this house. <laughs> yeah, they, they go to check down the burned down school where Freddy died. They find a rat in a thing. The redhead's real upset about it. They hug. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, scene skip. Skip ahead. <laughs> skip, skip. 15 <laughs> seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. Do that or you're like, remember like when we used to have DVDs where you're like, oh, you scene skip. Like skip to the next fucking scene. Yeah, the redhead essentially asks to uh, borrow the diary for a while to see if she can crack the code here. Mm-hmm. All right, at the camp, Seed skip. <laughs> they talk to her friend who's like not that important, but it has like a real 1980s style. And they're going to be throwing a party at Redhead's house. Her friend is concerned that her dad's going to play shitty records there. Yep. Yeah, at this pool party. All right, when she says goodbye to Jesse, <laughs> she gives him a, a tight little smooch. And he's like, damn, I'm in. The singing hasn't knocked me out yet. Unlike certain podcast hosts. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm just kidding. She had a boyfriend. I really shouldn't have been going for it. It almost worked. <laughs> he was in trouble. <laughs> Knowing what we know now, he definitely was not in trouble. <laughs> he was close. <laughs> he was close. <laughs> he has no- she messaged me recently. <laughs> Had to block. No, Let's get, the get, fuck into it. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It was fine at first, but then, like, the last message she sent me before I blocked her was, I had a dream about you last night. Uh oh. Oh, like, well, thanks. I love being married. <laughs> yeah, it's never good. You know, what is it with, like, the women in your past that try to reach out to you and be like, ooh, I want to ruin that marriage so bad? <laughs> You can mark me down as a solid no thank you. <laughs> I will see myself out of this conversation forever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, we got more baseball. And then the boys are talking in the... Uh, the locker room afterwards and they both make fun of the coach the coach overhears them so he makes them do the push-ups again yeah he basically overhears them but he's like he's always got to stick up his ass and they're like yeah stick up his ass (laughs) check that box (laughs) the coach is like it's a prod Anyways, yeah, he makes them do push-ups forever again. Seed skip. Seed skip. Let's see. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're really Redhead goose decides making this. Just scan it through. This is the new. This is the new me, vid. Just scanning through a script and seeing what I can pick up and what I can drop. Redhead thinks he's having a psychic vision. Sure, why not? What? I don't recall that. I don't know. They have a long conversation here that either got cut from the movie or I checked out of because it was so boring. Yeah, I can't recall a lot of conversation. He's basically like, this is all a bunch of like uh, mumbo jumbo. And she's like, where does our energy go when we die? It's like, I mean, like not into like 
demon said, like, have knives for fingers, but sure, okay. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, right, I'm, so I'm... she's done... She's done some reading on Freddy Krueger. She gives him the basic backstory. We know all about it. He is a child molester. The town killed him. We got it. Right, right, right. He feeds on fear. We get it. Remember the thing where they were like, he killed dozens of kids or something? And I was like, no, that's fucking wild. Like, one, two, sure, maybe. But, like, after, like, five or six, like, what's (laughs) happening? (laughs) Why are you letting your kids out? (laughs) Uh, it's good not science. that hard to be like, you gotta stay inside, Jeremy. Five kids on the street have died. <laughs> you know we're like, we're circling the dream when we're rehashing our old episodes wishing we were on that movie instead. <laughs> oh, man. He kidnapped 20 kids and brought them all here to die. That's what she's <laughs> saying. That's fucking that's a, crazy. That's a lot of kids. <laughs> That's just careless parents. It always will be. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's too many kids. That's not good. <laughs> I know at some point somewhere, and I'm pretty sure right now is when Jesse is basically into another nightmare, and this is the gay bar nightmare. He's not there yet. He's like, I don't think anything's going to happen here. I think I have to find out when uh, we fall asleep. And she's like, maybe I could be there. Um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and he's like, he's ew, like, no. He's like, I don't know. I was going to ask Casey Slater. <laughs> no, it comes later. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I feel like we're at a fireworks factory scene right now. Like, get us to the fucking gay bar, Jake. Come on. Hold on, hold on. He also starts doing a thing where he's like, oh, it hurts inside. Nah, never mind. I'm better now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like I'm suffering. Okay, now he has a dream where his little sister is doing the Freddy's Coming For You song. And she's jump roping <laughs> in, his, in her room. And he's like Freddy and he's reaching out to her. He just barely wakes up from that before he slaughters her. <laughs> I re- there's okay so yeah during one of those scenes and I don't remember if it was like in the same dream sequence but yeah she's jump roping doing the Freddy song and not saying that this isn't gonna be a gifable moment but it could be is he just like it's like he just slowly closed the door like I I don't know what to do with that so <laughs> the sister's doing uh. <laughs> Nightmare jump roping at night again, so I better <laughs> closer in there. Alright, yeah, Vinny. Better this off. is when he wakes up shirtless in a bar. Yeah, well, he wakes up and he wanders the streets and makes it to Ron's place, as they call it. Don's place. Whatever. In my Vinny, nightmare, is- it's Ron's place. <laughs> How long did it take you to figure out what type of bar it was supposed to be? About, like, 0.2 seconds. Well, first, I'm like, gay bar. And I'm like, no, there's ladies there. And they're like, new wave music? I'm like, wait. <laughs> it's the new wave music, huh? It's supposed like... to basically be like an s bar, though, or like a gay bar, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is definitely a bar of a lot of s type funness and if you ever seen 
<laughs> the Sopranos. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Who's that actor, Jake, that uh, was in the gay bar? And he was just like, I'm just, I'm just joking. I feel, yeah, it's that character that they end up chasing to New Hampshire. Um, <laughs> I think, I want to get to, before we get to the main part here, he orders a beer. <laughs> yep. Which gets served to him with a bottle and a scotch tumbler, which I'm like, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, what? <laughs> Okay, but before he goes to drink it, Vinny, who stops him? Oh, it's the stick up the ass coach. Yep, and he's got leather daddy stuff. (laughs) He's got this maniacal smile on his face, too, when he catches him. It's like, ah, it's just normal Tuesday night out, and he's just like, well, I caught you, you son of a bitch. So, Jake, what does he make him do? He makes him run laps at school and then hit the showers. Yep. Yeah, and he had walked his ass all the way back to school, and he's still wearing his leather daddy costume. I just want to say, Vinny, for the, like, gayest movie ever, in quotation marks here, has a pretty not great uh, idea of, like, what gay people are like with the coach here. Let's move on. I didn't say that it was, like, you know, friendly to gays. No, no. It's pretty discriminatory, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely like gays are hiding in your school and they're going to get your kids. <laughs> uh, so Jesse, uh, <laughs> taking a shower now. Yeah. <laughs> it says here a distinct ping makes the coach look up and it's like really just like a microwave goes off. <laughs> but hey, guess but what's it- done? It's Jesse. <laughs> Turn it into Freddy Krueger. <laughs> No, you skipped the whole... Listen, listen. All right, fine. Do it. Do it. All right, so Leather Daddy Gym Teacher goes through this kerfuffle with all of the objects and balls and shit like that are shaking in the shelves of his office. Then these jump ropes come and grab him like a snake and drag him down the hall. And uh, <laughs> it's at this point where I was thinking to myself, how many lines has Leather Daddy uh, Gym Teacher had in this movie? Not many. But the number one line that he gets to say a lot now is no. Because that's all he just says from here on out is no, no. As he's getting dragged down the hallways all the way to the showers. And then Jesse (laughs) just kind of like watches him get roped up into the showers like, huh, that's fucking weird. Yeah, and he's. I mean, there's no delicate way to say he stripped and spread eagles on the wall. So and Jake, I guess, where's like, that check on your gay box right there? Yeah, high up. Not pleasant. <laughs> My question to you, because you're like making fun of him for not saying anything more than no. What do you think you could manage in that scenario? Please stop. What bon mot do you think you drop on the ghost jump ropes that were about to rape you? <laughs> I don't like this. Please let me go. What witty retort could you hit him with, man? Yes, please? Be like, oh, normally jump ropes have to buy me dinner first. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the jump ropes that rape him. It could be those towels. Because then these ghostly towels just start spanking this dude on his ass. 
yeah, no, that that happens. It does. There's nothing I can say about it. Yeah, he gets his ass spanked by ghost towels. <laughs> and I watched it. <laughs> You're like, wow. You know, I've seen a lot of things on this show. That's definitely not something I ever thought I would see. Yep. They can see old Freddy Krueger claws to the back right through the sternum, so penetrated by behind. <laughs> That's a big, <laughs> a big a bloody big... check mark in the gayest <laughs> horror movie ever. As Freddy's the one to check that one off. The cops? <laughs> <laughs> Drop a naked Jesse <laughs> off at home to his parents. They said, we found him naked on the highway. You better keep your eye on this one. What a crazy one, huh? Yeah, out in those midnight strolling on the highway naked, you know? <laughs> yeah. The next day, the dad's like, what drugs are you on? Be real. <laughs> and, you know, like the stay awake drugs, that's for sure. Yeah, other than that, he's clean. He's <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> so basically, he's on speed. <laughs> yeah. And then when the kid's leaving for school later, he's nailing up some bars on his windows, which is a callback from the first movie because they do that to poor Nancy. They do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So as he gets in the car and drives away, his parents have a conversation. His mom's like, we got to get this kid to, like, psychology or something. Like, there's something going on. And Jake, what does his dad say? He needs a, a swift kick in the ass or something to that effect. Thank you, Red Foreman. <laughs> he fucking but i mean like again the way that like i view it is just more or less like him just trying to beat his son straight is just that's kind of like what i'm getting from it maybe i mean we're getting to the part of the movie now where the main character is gonna throw a hissy fit so redhead's trying to talk to him and he's like <laughs> <laughs> scene skip scene skip <laughs> it's like oh man it's so boring because it's so much of her being like what's wrong well he's Jesse. like to talk about it and he's like jesse <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong i mean it's where it comes from yeah this is this is some real pathetic shit because like from here like until the pool party it is a lot of just like oh my god just please skip 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 jesse yeah like they have lunch ac slater's there he's eating (laughs) he's got like his mouth full he's trying to pound like fucking like milk through like his freaking like chipmunk cheeks yeah it's it's no good they end up getting into a fight where A.C. Slater's like, well, fucking piss off if you're going to be in a bad mood. <laughs> and Jesse's like, no, wait, come back. I didn't mean it. Oh, this is going to really suck to edit. <laughs> yeah, then he, at some point, he goes into his sister's room to try to kill her as Freddy Krueger, but doesn't. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He literally, like, he hovers over her bed. She's like, what time is it? And he goes, late. Go back to bed. Oopsie daisies. Alright, Vinny, we finally made it to the pool party. Are you ready? Oh, thank God. Yes. Alright. 
So the dad is there. He's playing the shitty records. <laughs> Nobody could stop him. <laughs> he can't be stopped. It is his party. The mom hauls him off. I wasn't sure if it was because he was too drunk at first, but I think it's actually because like she's ready to go to Pound Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That because she was like she could see that her daughter is like not having a good time, and she's like, "Ma, use your womanly powers to get dad out of here." She's like, "Okay, but this one's just for you, wink." <laughs> Leave the windows open so I can hear you. What? <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, Jesse <laughs> is off sulking in the corner because he doesn't want to talk to anyone, but he's still going to show up to a pool party for some reason. Yeah, I mean, like, where else is he going to go? I guess it's like, you don't really want to be alone in this because, like, obviously the speed is fucking with him. So he's like, I don't know where to go. I don't know if I should sleep. I should stay awake. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Yeah, he cleaned his room five times already, and he's grounded his teeth to dust. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> he's he's going to gum her to death. Ooh, we'll get to it. <laughs> the, the parents go upstairs, and immediately the music gets changed, and the kids, like, wheel out a bunch of beer and some wagons. And they <laughs> yeah, pretty much go fire wagons. ape shit out there. Yeah, it's a real animal party time. And then the husband's like, I should really get back out there. And she's just like, whoa. She's like, hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe I should stay in bed. Oh, that's a big (laughs) 10-4. I'm going to come in one minute and sleep in a minute and a half. (laughs) It'd be freaking whatever age they are. (laughs) Hey, Vinny. Jesse <laughs> goes to the pool house because he's ready to take off. The redhead's like, why won't you talk to me? Why won't you talk to me, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like in betwixt of like all of her complaining, it kind of turns into basically like, why won't you kiss me? Literally a line right here, Venice. You're not being fair to me. I'm worried about you, and I want to help you get through this thing. Wow, you did you delivered it perfectly. Oh God, <laughs> it's just exact. It's almost exactly how she would do it. Yeah, he's like, I can't go to sleep. I can't stay awake. I'm gonna kill everyone. I'm going crazy. <laughs> They're gonna put me in the nuthouse. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like she's pretty selfish. She's just like, I just want listen. Just like, come over here and like, I'll take all your worries away. She's like, yeah, all right. Well, give me something you remember me by. Like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> mama, mama wants it. Give me. Yeah, mama now... needs her loving. You gotta, you gotta give it. You gotta give me that. You, you gotta. I put in a lot of work, and like you gotta give me that dick. You could like you owe me. Dick, is she uh, is she trying to attempt to rape him? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the part where Jake was uh, alluding to earlier of like Jesse <laughs> doing his pinpoint kissing right between her boobs, <laughs> as if to like push her breasts away. <laughs> Yeah, so what he does is, 
in a breaststroke style, dude. It's both hands firmly in between them and then pushes them aside <laughs> to kiss her passionately and for what seemed like four hours in between her breasts while she's like, oh, and her eyelids are like fluttering. And it's like, this, I don't, I shouldn't be here for this. Yeah, this is like, no wonder why. This doesn't look sexy, but you both do look sloppy, which means it looks like real teenagers fucking. <laughs> no wonder why the director's like, I can't. I'm laughing too hard at this shit. But anyways, Vinny, as he's about to, uh, I don't know. It also, it's like she's reacting like he's eating her out, but he's not past her belly button. So. <laughs> well, you know, true teenager fashion is like, do I lick the navel? Like, <laughs> like is this where it is? Oh, lint. Ugh, lint. Ugh, lint. Oh, gross. Ugh, it tastes like umbilical cord. <laughs> but Vinny, he's got a little bit of a snafu there. What's the problem? Oh, he got a case of that Gene Simmons tongue. Yeah, he got big old giant slug, slug tongue. <laughs> yeah, which I'm pretty sure that if she saw that, she'd be like, oh, mama want that. <laughs> so, somebody saw the first movie where Nancy gets licked in the ear from that phone, and they're like, I gotta put that in between some breasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're not wrong for thinking that. You're not right. I mean, you know, it's it's he peels out of here. Let's break this movie down on metaphor style, right, Vin? Okay, yeah. This redhead's been way after him, right? He just keeps telling her to leave him alone, but he's got this nice close relationship with this guy who wrestles with him and tears his pants down. Whose bedroom is he heading to right now? Oh, he's going right to AC Slater's house. <laughs> Could you make an argument about a guy who's like, I'm definitely not straight. I found out tonight. Yeah, in that moment right there. That's why he pushes her boobs away from her. I have a female friend who had sex with a gay guy. Not that he came out before that, but that was like... She she, kind of knew. Maybe like a deciding factor for him being like, I don't, that's just not for me. <laughs> I mean, you know your truth, right? I mean, like eventually it just comes upon like, you. Sometimes starkly. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean like once you're I... having a T-bone, then you can be like, I don't like steak. <laughs> Let me just say that this, this co-host right here, he knew exactly what he wanted. <laughs> and okay. I have not looked back since. He hasn't buttoned up his shirt, Vin, but he is in his friend's room, and he is shirtless, and he does cover his mouth to be like, don't scream. <laughs> don't scream. Shh, 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 shh. You look so beautiful. Why are you sleeping, AC Slater? <laughs> Just let this happen. You're going to check that sweaty box off. I can't sleep. I've been dreaming of this so much. <laughs> So AC Slater is clearly confused and pretty pissed. And he's like, dude, what are you doing in my fucking room? Yeah, and he's like, you have to let me stay here tonight. And he's like, you could be fucking the redhead, but you want to stay here with me? That's all I ever wanted to hear. He's just like, well, come here. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, how bold would the movie be if it took it in that path? That'd be pretty fucking crazy, that's for sure. Yeah, so Jesse <laughs> tells him that he killed the coach, and he's like, that's fucking wild. Yeah, he's like, something's basically fucking going on with me, and I need you to more or less babysit and watch me, you know, so I don't go off again. Yeah, so he goes to sleep, and then what happens, man? <laughs> A.C. Slater, like, floats around with, like, watching TV and watches him go to bed, and he's just like, good night, buddy. Yeah. And then almost, also, like, immediately just... Oh, go ahead. At the party, the redhead's friend is like, you should go find him, and it's like... <laughs> Holy shit. This guy, who's done nothing but fall asleep in class and scream and be rude to everyone and woke up naked on the highway. Yeah, no, you gotta chase him when he runs out while you're trying to fuck. Yeah, you oh, need to get that dick. This guy you can't let go. <laughs> He's a keeper, for sure. You should be pointing at someone else at the party and be like, that guy's normal and is ready now. <laughs> yeah, a guy that's cooking the hot dogs over there, not a bad guy. He's like, hello, I'm also a six. Clear, clearly, your dad was in on him. He gave him the hat after he went upstairs the fuck down. Yeah, so Jesse <laughs> wakes up and is like, it's happening again. Yeah, AC Slater is freaking out because, well, he doesn't know what to do. I mean, I'm sure he'd help his friend out if he could. I mean, I assume initially he's looking at him and he thinks like, Gastro problems? You really thought you did something there, didn't you? Well, yeah, because, like, you know, I had gastro problems at one point, and I know that Jed just looked at me like, I can't help, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe I could rub your stomach, I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. He doesn't have <laughs> gastro problems. He's not about to poop his pants. He has... <laughs> Freddy Krueger hand because it's bursting through his head. His friend tries to get up, get out of the room, but the door is locked now. And then his chest bursts open, bursts open, and Freddy Krueger crawls out of him. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I actually really enjoyed the effects in this scene. I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's good shit right there. Yeah, the guy keeps screaming for help. AC Slater, his parents come. He gets stabbed through the door. Yeah, which is like, doesn't really feel like Freddy, you know? It feels like very uncreative. Yeah, it's not, he's got like no, he hasn't hit with the catchphrase or anything before. Yeah, he just stabs him. He doesn't do anything else. This is the guy who's Mr. Big Arms. Yeah. And he's got nothing for him. Yeah, like he likes to play the long game with everyone. Whatever happened to, like, when he, he fucking... He licked a lady through a phone. Come on. <laughs> he literally devoured Johnny Depp and turned him into a blood geyser. Yeah, now he's just stabbing people. That's it. I mean, the first one, the knife fingers, they were more there for display. They weren't actually there for effect. He would, like, tantalize and cut people, but that wasn't, like, the way he'd kill them. Yeah, so, a little disappointing. Anyways, Jesse... <laughs> Turns back into himself and is like, oh, you son of a bitch, what have you done? Yeah, he's looking at Freddy through the mirror and Freddy's like, <laughs> you did it, not me. 
<laughs> You're going to get the rap now. Yeah. The redhead finds him, and he's covered in blood. And she's like, oh, no, maybe you're hurt. And he's like, no, I killed A.C. Slater. I'm not hurt. I'm hurting. I'm hurting she's people. Like, what are you talking Because <laughs> this is pretty much all she's like for the rest of the fucking movie. Jesse. <laughs> Let me help you. And she's trying to pull his pants down. <laughs> Here's some lines. No, Jesse, this isn't happening. It's got to be everything you've taken in. The coach and the diary, it's all mixed up. Yeah, she's basically saying he's in his own head and he's the reason why Freddy's coming back because he's perpetuating fear of which that Freddy's manipulating him. Wow, here's a fucking psycho line she drops out of Vin. Not gonna let anyone take you from me. There's gotta be a reason. We'll figure it out together. What the fuck, lady? <laughs> All I did was eat out your butt- belly button. He really did a good job on it, I guess. <laughs> She's got no lint left. <laughs> Click that thing clean. That's why he was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. He's going to be like, hold on, what's happening up north there? That's the cleanest belly button I've ever seen. She's like, yeah, my man did that. (laughs) Oh, you better believe I'm not going to let him go. He's killed three people this month. (laughs) (laughs) He seems like a real catch. What's happening back at the party? Well, the, the pool starts really heating up. Um, yeah, a couple the, of those beer hold on. Ki- Go on. The kids in it are the proverbial frog in the, the pot of boiling water who doesn't know what's happening at first. Because <laughs> yeah, they're like, can someone turn the heat down? Woof. Yeah, as it starts boiling. <laughs> yeah, some hot dogs cook themselves on some wood. Yeah, they put it in the fucking grill and close it off. And some of the beers start, like, geysering. So, yeah, things yeah. are getting real hot out there. And then, uh, well, uh, Jesse's getting that gastro problems again. Yeah. And the redhead's like, the last page of the book said he's pure evil, but we could defeat him with love or some such nonsense. Whatever. It's not going to work. Well, it's more or less that if you don't fear him. Sure. Jesse, don't fear him. You could do it, Jesse. All right, so the kids are freaking out. Things are going bad. Freddy, he turns back into Freddy, and then he heads out to the party to pretty much terrorize the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he starts, like, just gutting and cutting his way through a couple of them. He's there like are a dancing few, around. A few, yeah, no, there's like a few goofy things where like he's tossing a chair aside that just sort of like moderately threatening people, where it's like kind of undercutting Freddy Krueger, because like he's the tree monster. Like you, you don't want to see him like shuffling towards someone, <laughs> just being like, "Yeah, it's me." <laughs> Like, it's like, 
<laughs> it exists between like reality and the dream world. So like having him like toss a plastic chair, it's like, well, that's not very. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, what that guy? Do? He's a fucking dork. <laughs> I enjoyed <What>? the one kid <laughs> that was just like, hey, buddy, it's going to be okay. Stop it. Okay? Hey, relax. And he just fucking... (laughs) He tries to say, like, hey, okay, you can calm down. Like, whatever you need, we can help you get it. Then he's like, help yourself, fucker. (laughs) He he tosses him in the boiling pool. (laughs) And then the flames rise around Freddy, and he looks at all the kids, and they're all like, what the fuck? And he's like, you're all my children. Yeah. Fiddy, redhead screaming for help. Jesse! <laughs> well, yeah, because her dad's about to shoot him with a shotgun as he like he finally like gets downstairs. And she's like, don't do that. Don't do Jesse. Yeah. Yours isn't as good. She, she stops her dad because she doesn't want him to kill her only boyfriend. <laughs> It's like the best yeah. belly button cleaner in town. It's like she could do so much better. Come on. Yeah, I'm right over here. <laughs> yeah, like Jesse's girl, you know, playing that song in the background while she's like literally. Oh, it is Jesse's girl. There is. Why can't I find a woman, woman like, like this? That. Look how clean her belly button is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. He disappears and flames through the fence, and everyone's like, where'd he go? <laughs> Somehow, after they witnessed a guy kill a bunch of people in their backyard or their pool go boiling, they let their daughter drive off by herself into the night. Because it makes so much sense. <laughs> All right, well, she arrives back at this, uh, this fucking plant that they were at earlier. Yep, and she's having her fight with uh, Freddy Krueger, which is mostly her saying, Jesse, help! You're in there, I know it! And he's like, nope, it's just Freddy now. Here I am. Well, before she even gets to Freddy, there's like a couple of snafus and weird little things. She's like... <laughs> oh, not worth talking about. Go ahead. Alright, well, you want, you don't want to talk about the dogs with the human faces? <laughs> I forgot about that entirely. Yeah. Then you know what? You know what? Like... the president. What was the point of it? I don't know. You think they just saw the thing and, like, maybe, uh, oh boy, Invasion of the Body Snatchers? And they're like, that's pretty sweet, even if it doesn't make sense in this movie. Well, I think he's just trying to, like, terrify her in some way and it's just like I don't know it comes off as half assed really it's like my greatest fear dogs with human faces so like and then earlier he bit her in the ankle and then she like looks like she has fire ants on her cut and then suddenly she's just like it's not there and it's not there then she sees a cat eat a rat and the rat's like got massive teeth it just it comes off as lazy shit yeah Inside Freddy Krueger, Jesse <laughs> is like, Redhead, kill me, please. She has a knife and she's ready to do it. She's <laughs> like, No, I gotta give it one more shot. She makes out with Freddy Krueger. 
He's like, damn, this is fucking hot. I guess I'll let him live. <laughs> it turns back into Jesse. <laughs> He's like, wow, <clears throat> I guess we did it together. Oh, my God. Freddy's gone. We've defeated him forever. They're not scared anymore. Do you hear me? I'm not scared anymore. This is like the end of It too, where they like just fucking <laughs> haze the shit out of Freddy to make him go away. It's basically just like fucking Boggarts and Harry Potter. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Ah, next day. It's the next day. The kid's arms are bandaged up, and he's like, "Mom, I guess it's good to say I'm better forever." She's like, yep, you didn't happen to see the end of the first movie, did you? And he's like, nope. She's like, great. Go ahead and get in that bus over there. <laughs> yeah, so they get on the bus, and Jesse says <laughs> my favorite fucking line of the movie where he goes, man, I can't believe we actually made it through. And then <laughs> the redhead's like, yeah, let's not talk about it. And he's like, okay. Yep. <laughs> Vinny, did you notice who was driving the bus? No. I don't mean eventually, I mean initially. Is it is it Freddy? It's Robert England without makeup on. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Alright. He starts freaking out because he's like, the bus is going too fast. And you're like, calm down. And then it stops and gets another person on. He's like, okay. Then it speeds up again. He's like, no, it's actually going too fast. It's Freddy Krueger. We're going off into the desert. It's yeah. over! Except there's a jump scare in between where he guts the fucking brunette friend. I guess it's worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> you know who doesn't care? This guy. Vinny, you selected yeah. the movie this week. It falls upon you to ask me the eternal question. Please proceed. Did I scare you? Nope. This was a piece of shit. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a good movie. I've seen this it multiple what, times, uh, but I've never, ever, ever have come out satisfied. <laughs> there's campy elements that are kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah. it's not good. It, it's more interesting than good, and not interesting in a way where it's like, this really makes me think about life. It's like, this makes me think about the weird things that happen when you pick other people to adapt sequels. Yeah, I, um, you know, it. it's not often that somebody takes an original piece from somebody and tends to make it better. That doesn't happen too often in cinema, and that definitely was not the case for this movie. <laughs> yeah. It no, did not did... pick up the torch and make it better. <laughs> It wasn't great. Yeah, no. And they seem to, like, fundamentally not understand things about Freddy Krueger that make him scary or cool. They don't under fundamentally understand how Freddy is cool, and they clearly don't fundamentally understand how gay people work either, so... The other thing is, like, it's very connected to, like, well, he, he moved into Nancy's house, so that's why this is happening. And it's like, but, like... Freddy's not a fucking poltergeist. Like, he haunts the whole town because he's mad at them. Right, yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah. 
You know what's funny is like it's Nightmare on Elm Street, but I always thought of that too, where it's just like it's not like he's secluded on that street. He literally tortures everyone. It's his revenge. Yeah, I mean, he was in the first movie. He's specifically mad <clears throat> at the parents that killed him, and that's why he's revenging himself on their children. So, like, I don't. Jake, Whatever. we made that. Remember, we made that joke that the parents finally were fed up because they're like, the "Fucking police clearly are f- stupid as fuck and can't find this guy after he killed twenty of our kids." <laughs> so it was shit. also they were like, "Well, some paperwork got filed wrong, so that's why he got <laughs> off." And it's like, no, <laughs> no, he committed twenty murders. Because like, what you wouldn't do is you wouldn't try him for twenty murders. Like, as one, you would try him for 20 murders separately, so he catches it for every single one of them. But if you file the paperwork wrong on one, doesn't matter. He's got 19 hits he's about to take for it. Let's see if they file all the paperwork wrong altogether. You know, like, they didn't, they didn't arrest Harvey Weinstein for every woman he raped. They just did a couple, and it was enough. <laughs> Anywho. A few of them stick, you know, initially. All right, anyways, Jake, if you were a character in this movie, who would you be? I host this show. Oh, fuck you. Vinny, if you were any character in this movie, I'm trying to burst out of you. (laughs) What? So I'm trying to burst out of you. (laughs) You stay back inside. (laughs) You're my conduit. I'd be that dude that tried to (laughs) stop Freddy. You'd be what? All the. (laughs) <laughs> why i i feel like i would be stupid enough to try to like you know calm someone down in, in like a situation if they were like you know fucking things up okay well i already revealed that i'm jesse <laughs> dancing in that room because that actually happened to me. that's awesome it wasn't i promise <laughs> Yeah, hey, whatever. Was... You made out. You made out at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, not with her, but yeah, okay. <laughs> the most gifable moment. I mean, it's him butt bumping the, the fucking drawers. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's him pushing the breast apart, even though it'll make people incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> Just be like, look at me, extremely good at foreplay. <laughs> I don't know if you can send that as a gift. That's an, that's definitely a not safe for work gift. They don't show anything. I'd be like me sending people the gif of Jay from Jay and Silent Bob like humping the air with the fucking cup over his boner. He just filled that cup in. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say about Nightmare on Elm Street 2 before we move on? No, but I my I guess my one last question to you is, would you agree that this is the gayest horror movie you've ever seen? No, because there's like actual gay people doing gay stuff in other horror movies. But this is a very homoerotic movie from the 80s. Correct. And the fact that this dude said that he was trying to play it straight makes you go, what? He wasn't he wasn't that over the he was not giving off that every now and then he would sound kind of gay but like that wasn't he wasn't the gay part of it it was everything else <laughs> it's everything around him 
It's like the way they shot him, like, lovingly with, like, that shirt off and, like, covered <laughs> in sweat. It was uncomfortable for me. Definitely. Well, yeah, I was, I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing. Like, the LGBTQ, like, community has accepted this movie in their, like, society and whatnot. So it's like it's... They they hold it up as something that they're like they're happy with because it's it's an interesting piece. And who are we to disagree with them? But Fitty, for another interesting piece, answer this question for me. Okay. Do we have any mail for this week? Um, let me double check. I think we had a little something in here that like definitely made me go, huh? And it came from, it came from the, I don't, I'm not going to dox this person, but the, um, <laughs> the title of this email says, Jake and Vinny, imagine Pokemon Go meets choose your own adventure meets horror audio drama. Would you <laughs> like to see it for yourself? What? <laughs> so this person sent us this thing and the, the email goes, Hi, Jake and Vinny. As a diehard fan of everything horror, I thought you would find an interactive audio horror experience entertaining. Jake, first of all, does that sound entertaining to you? It must be entertaining for someone. <laughs> I'm an independent developer creating interactive experience, which is an essential Pokemon essentially Pokemon Go meets choose your own adventure beats audio drama. I'm trying to wonder how the Pokemon Go <laughs> factors into this. Because <laughs> it's like, wait, I, what? Like, obviously you're going out into the real world. What is he? right come on <laughs> and then like he must have some sort of like oh you walk to this point so this audio plays this seems to be a pretty difficult uh i guess programming problem on his end i'm very i'm very confused anyways i can provide you with free access to the hidden world which is that's the name of the thing so you can check out the babysitter and other experiences and then Blase Blah, if we wanted to review that, uh, we'd love that if we could. Uh, and blah, 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 special discount codes and all this other stuff. Yeah, I don't... Vin? I'm afraid to, to fucking uh, hit the link on this because I don't know if this is real or not. It sounds too specific not to be real. You th really? So you think this is legit? You think this is a legit thing that's from a creator that wants us to check out their shit and actually review it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then, what do you want to do with this send information? Send it back. You want We're gonna <laughs> check out the babysitter. You want it? You want it? You want to check it out? Yep. I, I'm gonna send you the link right now via your phone. Great. I'm going to check it out, and I'm going to uh, report back next week on my experience with The Babysitter. Okay. All right. But not well, the Netflix movie of the same name. Okay. That's... <laughs> I can't wait. 
All right, yeah. Uh, well, Jake, you can confirm. I just sent you the link, so. And um, please explain to me how it it is like Pokemon Go. Like I listen, if this is legit, I apologize wholeheartedly. You know, um, in the world of our, well, the internet these days, spam bots exist and like try to blow your shit up and try to take over your phone. And I'm not crazy about just answering things if I don't have like legitimacy behind it. And um, yeah, if this turns out to be something, hell yeah, I'm in too. I'll definitely check it out. Uh, this is Jake's show though, so he's the guinea pig. <laughs> so he's gonna check it out first and tell me if like uh, Jake, if your credit card information or anything needs to be involved in this. I don't know. Yeah. Is he, wait, do I gotta pay to do this? Because, like, I'm not gonna do that. I thought he was giving us, like, a, uh... No, I mean, like, I guess, like, the link is supposed to be for, um, one of the things. Just to check out the babysitter. Yeah. I got bad news for you, Vin. He's, uh, he's asking for money on the bottom there, so... Thus oh, is he really? Thus this experiment... <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, how much is he asking for? I'm not going to pay him nine bucks to find out if this sucks <laughs> or not. Yeah, you want us to review it, dude? You got to give us the free, you know? Like, that's how yeah, that no. works. You give me a free link, I'll tell people if I liked it or not. But uh, as to whether or not I'll give you money sight unseen for something I don't even quite understand, no. Vinny, if other people wanted to mail us, though, <laughs> where could they do so? You can do so by emailing us at our email at disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail.com. And Vinny, and if instead they wanted to reach us on Twitter or Instagram? Our Instagram is did I scare you pod, and our Twitter is disbypod. Now, here's a question for you because our, our good buddy th- this, this has been going on for very long, and I'd like to end this episode soon. <laughs> Short question. <laughs> Short short question. Okay, so our buddy Josh is the one that actually does mostly our poster arts and whatnot. We love him very much. We thank you. I usually post them up on our Instagram so you can check us out. Um, this is the not question a question is, yet. The question is, should I be including the question mark in our fucking DISY? Is there a question mark? No, I typically don't. What? Do you, wait, what do you mean? Well, you know, like our show is "Did I Scare You?" with a question mark, typically, right? Yeah, but wouldn't that fuck so when up you the do, name? Well, I'm saying when you usually do like an acronym, do you add the fucking like? Do you add punctuation sign? to an acronym? I don't know. I don't think so, right? You absolutely don't. This was actually your question. Yeah. Are you trying to make sure I don't wake up on time for work tomorrow? <laughs> you maybe. Okay, hey, this is the part of the show where I pick the movie for next week. I was going to go in a different direction, but you know what? The email has stirred something in me. We will be watching the, I think, 2018 or 2017, I could be wrong, The Babysitter on Netflix, starring oh. old Did I Scare You podcast fave, 
I was I almost said Margot Robbie. I almost pulled to you. It's Samara Weaving. Yeah, you fucking you're the one that like usually cusses me out. Right? It's like it's not Margot Robbie, you asshole. No, we will be seeing Samara Weaving <clears throat> in the babysitter. You know, from You haven't seen it before. It's pretty great. Directed by Mick G. A lot of fun. Vinny, she did this movie. No, yes, I have seen this movie. Uh, she did this movie before she did Ready or Not, right? That's correct. Okay, this is that's probably how she was found. I think she was found because Hugo Waves is her dad. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Mr. Anderson. You nailed it. I did, they, all right. <laughs> a thank you as always to Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song Monster for our intro and outro. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host, America's Lil's brother, Vin. Hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady? Thanks. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Never need to fear